Welcome to the I Am Talk Epic Camp Interviews, your weekly fix in all things Iron Man. Right, guys, welcome along to. It's not actually an episode, it's just, I've just called it the I Am Talk Epic Camp Shows. Proudly brought to you by. Is it, I don't know. Uh, what are we doing here? High five. High five. Now, love high five. Because I've been having my. Because I'm not training as much. I haven't had as much high five. And today it's yeah. a high five. Loving it. Been good. Um, Blue 70. Blue 70. Give me sweatsuits in the world. Got some socks for you. Oh, have you? Got some socks Good. for you. Got a new wetsuit. Socks, <laughs> socks are gold. Gold. I know. Coffees of Hawaii. Coffees Surely they're backing Hawaii. us up here. They are. I haven't had a coffee yet. Haven't you? Well, we'll have one now. I won't sleep. Maybe maybe you could have had one while you were sitting in the van today, just having a few... Uh, no, no, back we'll, it we'll, up. We'll, we'll get to that. Let's tell the story <laughs> first before you make me look bad. Okay. <laughs> okay. What's another what's spot? Um, fuel belt? Fuel belt. Yes. I haven't distributed them yet. That's why I couldn't think of it. Fuel okay. Belt. What else? And... Oh, the... Oomphah! Oomphah! So we'll have, uh, later in the week, we'll have some pictures on epiccamp.com of the guys uh, racing around in their oomph gear. I haven't got my gear yet. I know you haven't. Is it nice? It's good. It's always good. Oomph is nice gear, isn't it? Yeah, Yeah, it's it's really good. It's nice to get a nice fresh set every six months. Yeah. Yeah. It's all good. It's a bit smelly. Okay, so uh, so today we're actually just going to chuck a couple interviews on. We did an interview with Melina, and we got one with Lou from Epic Camp 2008. No, 2007, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he was kind of like the legend of the game. So we've got two interviews. I've already done them, and John and I are just going to pretty much talk through the first couple of days of Epic Camp. Uh, I've actually been away up in Auckland for work, and I missed the first two days. And, and I missed half of today as well because I flew in like that's why I was in the van yeah. driving towards you guys so the, the, the instructions were you picked up from the airport and you biked towards us that's what I told John oh just, no he said he's going to take me towards you oh no I just I said just put him on the bike to get him to ride to us I would have lost around. yeah <laughs> you probably would have so fair enough <laughs> yep Okay, so I've missed the first couple of days. Give us an update. Has Melina talked through it much or not? No, just not really. they'll hear it okay, twice. Okay, so uh, we opened up on, all this is on epicamp.com on my blog, which I've only done one day old so far. I opened up with a traditional 2K time trial. That was pretty entertaining. Really? There's some serious tactics going on. Oh, really? So we've got one guy who just blew us away, um, Heath, from, yeah. I think he's from Lake Placid or somewhere around that area. Mean machine um, in the water. He was smoking, man. He was... What do you sitting, do? Sitting 115s all the way through, long course, 2K. Really? Didn't look like he was killing himself either. So what happened is we had, uh, in, in my lane, there was myself, Tara, Melina, and then Heath was off the front. And then in the lane next to us, we had Madman. You've now met yep. Madman. Yep, yep. Stephen Lord. <laughs> Just for the record, he's got the best tan oh, ever. Put a photo of that on the website. Yeah, that's got to be gold. It's gold. And uh, in the lane next to us, we had Madman and Chris McDonald. Yeah. And so he takes off. I had I put I told Melina to go second. Melina blew up after about a hundred meters. <laughs> and, uh, he's, he's saying he's saying oh, you should go, you should go. And I thought well, he, he always outswims me, except for the last epic camp. And so he's not in top swim form. Yeah. So I came around him about three hundred meters. We had ten second gaps, um, and Tara was behind me, and I could see her closing in. I thought oh, here we go again. And so uh, past Melina, Tara maybe came past me. Oh, Tara passed you? Yeah, well, I was, I was getting tactical. She was closing in, and, and I've got, I'm giving everybody uh, nicknames on the camp. Oh, Again, really? You can go oh. to Epic... I'm, I'm sounding like my... Um, you go to EpicCamp.com, and uh, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm giving everybody nicknames. What's that website? EpicCamp.com. <laughs> and, okay. 
So Tara's name is the <coughs> the limpet because she just sits there the whole time uh, and she just she doesn't give up. And uh, she's called the limpet. And I could see her closing in on me, and I knew that I wasn't going to be able to pull away from her. Yeah. So I kind of played it tactical. She so came, you sat in behind her. No, no. She came around me for maybe a couple of hundred, and then I could see Heath coming through. And Heath was lapping us. He lapped us at maybe about the really? eleven hundred mark or wow. so. And here's where the tactic started. You jumped on his feet, didn't you? Stephen was in the lane next to us, and he'd pulled out a bit of a lead, and I just wanted to beat Stephen. He, I know he'll listen to this. <laughs> and, uh, and and so I was waiting for Heath, and I thought when Heath comes through, I'm getting on his feet, and he's gonna. And he, we just smoked it straight past Tara. Tara jumped in behind. Macca, meanwhile, had swum underneath the lane rope. Oh, he jumped, jumped on, on jumped you guys. The gravy train. Melina got popped off. Uh, Macca got popped off as well at some stage, and then Heath dragged us back up. So we just managed to pip Stephen in the swim. It was oh, quite entertaining. That was, was he a bit angry? No, he was, he was frustrated. It was, but as I put on my blog, it was poor lane selection on his choice. On his oh, part. okay. okay so anyway, that was a swim. Um, <clears throat> then we did a great uh, loop around the, the gorges in Christchurch. Um, and there's some interesting King of the Mountains uh, um, little competition there. Yep. And, uh, and then the weather changed. We'd had, we had about oh, 70, 80k of um, headwinds. Yep. And then we turn, <coughs> we turn, waiting for our tailwind. Thinking, and old West Coast Road with a tailwind's beautiful, isn't it, John? And we were smoking for the first 2K, and then we just saw this front, subtly cold front coming straight Headwind straight in front of you. Bang. Really? Suffer and then uh, it was just a full-on headwind all the way back, so we mm-hmm. had 150K of headwind, so mm-hmm. it, was, uh, it was interesting. And then uh, we had our run, and then... Um, day two? Day two was uh, a swim with the Rolly Swim Squad out of QE2. Pretty uh, stock standard. Then we biked to Kaikoura. What's that? Two hundred. Uh, One ninety. Okay. Uh, and that was that was that's a challenging ride, man. Yeah, it's, it's a really hard ride, eh? especially because of the hills at the end, eh? Yeah. And there was some good uh, wind. There was a bit of tempo stuff in there, and then the last seventy k was a time trial that we won't talk about too much. Other than Chris McDonald just smoked everybody. Yeah. Um, despite getting a puncher, he still won it by um, over six minutes. Yeah. And then a little run off the bike there, and then today, big ride, two hundred fifty-five k. Uh, and most people either did uh, most people did a run or did a run as well. A few tacked on to 270. Yeah, yeah. We did tack on. Mm-hmm. We, we did have ideas of uh, giving people the option of going to 300k, but we just really ran out of time. It was it was tough riding today. Average speed would have been pretty miserable, but it was windy. Was, uh, yeah, there was some some yeah. solid intensity in there. A couple of king of the mountain, uh, one king of the mountains. How are you feeling? Uh, I'm feeling better now than I was at lunchtime. I was having a pretty miserable time. Oh, Lack really? of volume is, 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 is hurting me a little on the bike. Yep. So I'm looking forward to a bit of uh, the, the shorter, sharper events. Yeah. And how about you? Are you? We, we were relying on you to take take Chris McDonald down, and he, and he, he was riding with one leg, and he still beat you up there. <laughs> <laughs> he was riding with his middle leg, and he beat yeah. me up there. Um, well, no, I, I, was, was it close or not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we got to the top together, and he got me yeah. in a sprint. So it was it was basically there was the four of us. It was uh, Pete. The, the Dutch he, guy? he dropped off, but I, we were closing on it. Yeah, okay. Well, we started strong. Yeah. yeah. And then we had uh, Steve, the madman. Madman. And Chris and myself. And so we dropped Pete, and it was three of us. And I thought, well, I'll keep surging and see if I can drop them. Because I knew if it came down to a sprint, I was mm. screwed with Chris. Mm. So, so I kept surging, and I managed to drop Pete, and I was pretty happy with that. And then I'd surge again, and mm. he just stayed with me. And then mm. I didn't even bother trying to contest the sprint. <laughs> he was impressed. He was impressed so that you did it in your big chain ring. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, so. Terrible. Kudos. So, uh, yeah, it was, yeah, it was. Uh, I'm definitely not as fit 
Yeah. yeah, you know, like last year I said I wasn't as fit, but I had done some writing this year. I've done like literally, it's my biggest ride I've done since wrote. Like yeah. I've really done the short base once. Yep. And uh, I was thinking to myself, man, I'm kind of glad I missed the first couple of days. Yeah. Was, uh, yeah, there's a bit of fatigue going on. <laughs> um, what else? Any any goss? Uh, a few, a few on the the war path today. We've had a few unfortunate injuries. People just yeah. um, struggle a little bit. So that's a bit of a shame. We we're normally pretty good on epic, can't we? Very, it's normally very one or two, few. isn't it? But yeah, it's well, normally yeah. We normally have very few injuries, so it's um yeah a bit of a bugger. But life will roll on for them, and uh, they'll bounce back nice and quickly, hopefully. Okay. But well, other than that, we're gonna check on the interviews. I tell you what, though, I just looked at the weather forecast, and I'm probably gonna jinx it here. Beautiful. Next five days, Spot on. sun, not a cloud in the sky. Although, that could be a bad thing. It was pretty hot today going up the Seven Hills. All right, it's going to be smoking. Going up, we've got a Taka Hill climb, which is a 16k climb. It's a race. Uh, and it's going to be hot going up there. Okay. So, look on. Right, we're going to check on the interviews now. We've got, uh, first of all, we'll put on Lou, and then we've got Melina. Let's rock out. All right, guys, so next to me right now, I have Lou DiGiuseppe. That's right. Yeah, I was practicing it just before we got on. And uh, you may actually remember Lou from 2000 and... What was that? 2007. 2007, was it? Yes. Wow. And, and, Epi- and the Epic Camp Lou was kind of like... Uh, you kind of took the spirit of the campaign. Everyone, he was kind of like the hero of the camp that year. Sure. Was that? <laughs> sure. Well, no, you were. I remember, you know, like everyone, you just... Everyone took a liking to you. Uh, um, you worked... You did most of the camp by yourself, didn't you, in the end? Uh-huh. You know, and you kind of just rode off the back, and, but you completed every session... <laughs> We had the amazing swimming Wanaka, remember, and you beat Gordo out of water. I beat Gordo, but he, uh, <laughs> he sprinted, you sprinted me to the mat. Right. <laughs> and uh, so, you you know, you're a real highlight of that camp. For like, It was really interesting. Um, John Ellis last year saying, I'm looking forward to going to France because Lou's going to be there. And, right. And obviously you couldn't make it last year, and so now you're here now. Um, I've actually missed the first couple of days of this camp because I've been away for work. So tell me about the first few days, first of all. Well, I think because the camp is a little shorter than yeah, because we did twelve days, didn't we? Twelve day. Now mm-hmm. we're down to like nine day. Yeah. Um, uh, John has, uh, you know, condensed the riding into uh, you know a lot more riding in the first yeah, yeah. couple of days of the camp, and uh, we've done uh, in miles. I got about three hundred and seventy miles in the first three in days. the first three days. Wow. And I've, you know, that's like a that's like a, a hard week for me back home. Mm-hmm. A week, you know, seven yeah. days. So. <laughs> It's been an amazing experience already. Everyone is just wonderful. The, the uh, support staff here and crew is just wonderful. Well, no, I came up to you before. I just came in from my run, and I came up to you, and I was saying, you know, how did you find today? And you said, well, how did you find today? You said it was the hardest day you've it ever had. It was the hard, hardest day um, I've ever had on the bike. Um, it was just we had a relentless headwind. Yeah, it was, it was crazy, wasn't it? usually, you know, like when I'm riding back home, um, I do these out-and-back horses, and I'll have so headwind you, yeah. half the time. Yeah. But uh, I had almost uh, you know eight hours of headwind today, wow. and that was just it was. And it was it was a mean headwind too, wasn't it? Was, it wasn't light. Yeah, and it was you know coming down some of the descents. You know they were hitting my wheel, and I was it was getting a little squirrely out there. But uh, it was uh, I had a, spent a lot of time with myself and my thoughts, and uh, thinking I got to get through this. And um, okay, so because one thing you do seem to kind of embrace is, is the not never give up kind of thing you know like you know right. you kind of you know you're often by yourself out there and it's right. like like today I'm you not know, okay no know. I'm sorry I, you know I, people what people were saying well, why, why, why are you time trial why are you doing this yourself you know actually I'm actually doing it out of consideration for the other athletes because I'm not a real strong mm. pack rider yeah and I don't want to end up in a situation where I take someone out yeah. you know and you know it's their camp and my camp and 
And uh, so, I, you know, out of consideration for them, I feel like maybe I'll just sit off the back. And then I'm, you know, I'm just thinking it's, I feel, I feel, you know, kind of better safer a little a little safer for myself being in the back like that so but but more um, like how do you, where do you, what do you go through and how do you get through it to keep on pushing through i just think uh uh i just keep thinking i just it's positive affirmation really? i just keep thinking you know this is uh something i love doing yeah i just love training and i, I just love being part of the sport of swimming you know, of triathlon and this is this is part of it and it you know i don't consider i mean it's really hard work but it to me it's it's also it's my play you know it's it's my hobby triathlon is my hobby yeah um pretty crazy hobby it's a pretty crazy <laughs> hobby but uh i you know i uh, there are times when i'm out there you know i feel like oh i just want to give up and get in the van yeah um but i just try to erase those thoughts and just move on and make sure i'm eating and concentrate on what i'm um, you know, eating and drinking and just keeping the calories in because that kind of keeps your mind clear. Yeah, if you start, you know, yeah, when yeah. you start when you start bonking, you start getting fuzzy thoughts. And so I try to keep ahead of the bonk, and uh, I just just keep pushing on, pushing on, pushing on. Now you came into the last camp, epic camp, and it was a pretty emotional experience for you. I remember it was. It was hugely emotional, wasn't yes. it? And going back from the camp, tell yes. me about what it was like to go back home and get back. Like, well, tell me about it. You know, I my wife says it changed me. Really, she did. She said about uh, t- you know she she uh, kind of mentioned about a month after I got back, I was um, I was more calm and uh, more confident. Wow. And uh, you know, we just we had a newborn at the time, and I just uh, I kind of threw myself into being a really good dad and and everything. And before the camp, I was a little anxious, and you know, it was me, me, me training for training for Epic Camp. But when I came home, I really uh, gave you know gave back to my wife and my kid and and uh, so she said it really really was a great experience and it was because of that um, she said you got to go and do that again sometime. oh really yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's I'm a like, message <laughs> with girlfriends and wives out there <laughs> so uh, I have a, and, and did you I feel a, that within yourself did you yes, notice it yourself yes yes um, actually it, it it changed the way I trained um, uh, it trains it changed the way I raced uh, and. It just it, it gave me a new level of confidence in myself because I thought that you know the days out there in Epic Camp 07 um, were, were days that I've never experienced in my life in terms of in terms of volume, sheer volume, yeah, and sheer intensity, and training with the best in the world, which you know rubbing shoulders with the best in the world is just you know it's just so cool for me, and just being in the middle of the pack age grouper, so I. I just was able to approach training and approach racing at a, at a, you know from a different angle and and uh, it's it, it just kind of improved my overall outlook and on, on racing and training it was just great 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 so are you looking forward to the next few days tomorrow yeah. we've still got another we're doing 170 tomorrow I think but we've got the Takaka challenges in there yeah there's some challenges in there I like the I like the events days where we kind of have you know break it up and do do interesting things because yeah. um you know, I like some of the the running events. I like some of the swimming events because I, I'm not a great swimmer, but I kind of can hold my own. Oh, no, you're a solid swimmer. Well, I'm a sort of whatever. <laughs> you put me in shame, mate. So you can't say because I don't think I'm great. So you can't say you're not great. <laughs> well, um, so you know, I like the events. I, I, I like the different events, and kind of gives you kind of a break from sitting on the saddle for you know nine hours. So, yeah, so. yeah. And so, what's what's up for your season? 
You know, I'm actually... Because um, well, just so everyone right. knows, you actually had a, a serious injury last year. You yes, tore I did. I hamstring. tore my hamstring and had to have surgery and have it repaired. And I, actually have a, I actually have a screw in there now. Oh, really? Wow. Right, right. What's it like mentally? Because obviously when you do our sport, it's such a, you know, it's a very time-consuming sport. There's a lot of reward that comes with the physical aspect of the sport. That's and exactly all that. right. So how did you find not being able to do it? Well, um, I turned it into a positive. Great. I said, okay... I'm injured. I'm going to rehab this thing. I will get back, but uh, spend more time with my daughter and my son. You know, Good. and 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 that was you know I turned it into that, and, and it was a, it was a win-win situation because the, my you know my wife was happy, my kids were happy. I was I was happy. I was you know I mean I wanted I would have loved to have gone out and, and raced. I was you know signed up for a couple of races that I had to pull out of, but. Um, I said to myself, as long as I rehab this right, I'll be back. And my doctor said I'll be back. So, yeah. so, so you, you really were able to trust the advice you were getting because you know, you know like, people I, get injured and they think I've got to keep going and they keep training. Right. And well, this was a pretty severe, severe yeah. injury where they had a where I kind of frayed the tendon and they had to uh, go in there and what, do what a little cause grip. It? Was it? Well, they you know they don't know. I mean, I'm I'm 45 now. Yeah. Uh, you know and. Um, uh, it was a uh, sprint race, and yeah. it was a cold day. And yeah. I got out of this cold lake, and I sprinted towards my to my bike. This wind, and it just went. I heard yeah. it pop, and I mean, it was excruciating pain. Yeah. Um, and you know, the doctor chalks it up to age, and you know, maybe not properly warming up. But yeah. so I'm a little more cautious now in my in my preparation and my yeah. training and my recovery. And, yeah. and uh, the family training balance you know because i was talking to you earlier right. you've got you've got two young children yeah. and and you seem to be you know very passionate about your kids and uh, spending time with them and all that commitment you know how do you manage that because you know this is crazy training isn't it okay it's it's crazy training um it is but i uh ever you know i fortunately have a you know flexible hours at work yeah and I, I get up at I get up at three thirty four o'clock in the morning. Oh really? And, you know it's winter. It's winter back in the states now. So I mean I'm on my trainer in the basement, you know, for a couple hours. Oh, really? And I'll go to the pool and or you know get on the treadmill or whatever, run in the snow or whatever. And I just I try. Where, to where do you live in the states? I live in St. Louis, Missouri. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I you know I try to get it done. I wow. get it done before the kids get up. Fortunately. Our kids are great sleepers, yeah. and so they don't get up till about eight o'clock. Right. So if I, you know, if I'm running or biking or swimming at, you know, five o'clock, I can get a two and a half hour workout in the morning. Yeah. And then um, I might, uh, you know, stop by the park in the evening and make a, maybe a couple loops of the park or something yeah. like that running. So I can get in, you know, three three to four hours a day if I wanted to during the you know, uh-huh. week week. You know. How do you find that? Like getting up in that early? Like I'm, I'm very fortunate that I've got this well, lifestyle where well, I can, yeah. You know, my my wife and I we, we're a great team, and uh, I uh, she loves to sleep in, yep. and she has a job where she goes to work at around ten o'clock. Okay, kids get up at eight. I'm finished my my workouts. Uh, I'm, I'm upstairs uh, pre- prepping breakfast for the kids. I get them up. I get them dressed. I get them ready. One of my son goes to school, so I get him ready for school. Um, get my daughter up. Get her dressed and. By the time they're they're running around the house, my wife gets up, you know, helps me. If she has to get to work, we wait for the sitter to come. Yeah. And then I take my son to school, then I go to work, and then we just reverse on the way home. How much sleep do you have? Well, you know, it's my I I my I'm allowed to. My wife lets me go to sleep around eight thirty at night. Oh, okay. So I'm trying to get about eight hours, okay, and you great. know, maybe eight hours of sleep. Yeah. And she likes doing the night shift. She likes getting the kids ready for bed. Okay, so you kind of. She's a night person. Yep. And I'm a morning person. 
and that's it works with the kids mm. now as the kids get older i think you know there's going to be more involvement in soccer and you know yeah, soccer. Yeah, they're yeah. young now so yeah. they don't really have all those activities activities yeah. on saturday mornings yeah. so saturday mornings you can be at training we uh we have a set of my wife's my wife's an athlete she she runs marathons and swims so we get a sitter on Saturday mornings, and she goes to the pool, and she or she goes run, running, and I, you know, I ride my trainer, or I ride outside, or do yep. whatever. So, you know, we, we get it done, whatever it takes. You're, you're a real kind of example of that teamwork within the relationship, aren't you? You know, yes, like that, it you is know, it's complete. Because I think the thing is, is if you know, a lot of Iron Men are very selfish, aren't they? At the end of the day, and we mentioned that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, and in being that way, they neglect all these important relationships. But you can actually have a stronger relationship if you can. That's do right. You know, I I was I was like that though. I can't say I never was like that. I mean, yeah, when so I first this is got in experience. Yes, I mean, when I was when I first got in the sport in the in the late eighties, early nineties, it was all me, 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 train, train, train. Yep. You know, um, you, you read about the big four like Scott Malia, yeah. Mark Allen, how much training they do. So you want to kind of emulate them. Yeah. You want to do that kind of training. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you convince yourself and you convince your significant other, this is the kind of training I got to do. I got to train eight hours a day, yeah. you know. So I got into that lifestyle. And um, unfortunately, my first marriage suffered and it, it, it you know, it ended. Yeah. And, um, you know, was I, I partially I'm I'm to blame. You know, I'm to blame. Um, there were other issues in the in the first marriage, but um, but uh, you know, I met my met my second wife at a triathlon. But that helps. <laughs> that helps. <laughs> so you know, but we were we were compatible on so many mm. different levels too. Mm. So yeah, you know, a, so it where it works. Yeah, I think it's a really good message for lots of our listeners. Eh, to remember that whole team aspect. Um, again, well, I'm so yeah. excited about the rest of the camp. I am really excited. I'm, you know, I'm hanging in there, and uh, I feel like I'm getting stronger each day. And um, that's the thing. I eh? like today. Admittedly, I missed the first. I've missed the first three big days, to be honest. But I, admittedly, towards the end of the day, I was struggling a little bit. And I was thinking. I remember last year, my first day, I really struggled. But then right. you just get stronger as the camp goes on, doesn't it? Don't you? It's exactly right. Yeah. Now I, I flew in on Saturday morning and uh, from from LA, and um, you know, we started the camp on Sunday morning and. I haven't been in heat like this. Oh, of course well, it's winter, yeah. It's, you know, it's winter back, in, especially in St. Louis, we have a couple inches of snow on the ground, and it's been you know, yeah. uh, real cold. I came down in this heat, and my all my electrolytes were whacked. Oh, really? I mean, uh, the first day I was cramping on the bike, oh. like, big time, and I was suffering, suffering, suffering. Um, but, you know, the next day I was talking to Chris McDonald, and he goes, you know, we travel a lot, and, you know, you're going to feel crappy the first day, and it's to let your body adjust. And I, you know, I said, all right, man, I trust you, I believe you. And he said, just, you know, keep hydrating, hydrating. And um, I did. And I second day, I felt, you know, 90, 100% better. Great. And then today, I feel even better than the first, yesterday. So Nice. So hopefully everything will go. Well, bring on the rest of the camp, mate. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks, uh, game on. Game and on. Uh, just don't kill me up in those hills, mate. I tell you, break my heart. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Kevin. You're awesome. Thanks, mate. Right, uh, next to me, I have one of the legends of the game, the Big Four. Do you get sick of being called the Big Four? No, no. You I, like that? I hardly get out of the house, so I don't. Nobody calls me anything. Really? Yeah. Uh, like lover, your honey bunny. Uh, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> Scott Molina. Uh, it's, it's, it's always great to talk to Scott because he's just a great mind in the sport and also just a great, you know, great athlete, legend of our game, but also just a great thinker. And it's always great to have you on Epic Camp as well, obviously. But 
How you been finding this camp so far? Well, it's different without Gordo, for for one thing. <laughs> In what way? In lots of ways. Not uh, quite. You know, he, he 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 mostly leads by example in the camp. Yep. You know, and also he is willing to talk triathlon twenty four hours a day. Yeah, he is, know? isn't it? Yeah. And so for the guys here who want to talk, 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 you yep. know, from about SRMs or yeah. you know yoga or you know. Uh, paleo diet, you yeah, know, yeah. Gordo. It can just talk and talk and talk. Whereas I get pooped. Yeah, I can't talk that much. Yeah. So you're you, you like know. to give a bit of, bit of shit as well, don't you? Well, I'm still good at that. <laughs> but so anyway, he um. So for all sorts of reasons, you know, it's it's uh. And it's he does it's, he does it, pull the team forward, doesn't he? Like he, do, he, he knows the team's slack and he gets out front. And, that that too. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, so it's the first camp he's missed. So it's so it's been quite different in that regard. Mm, and how are you finding it yourself? Uh, it's a little harder. Uh, this camp than ever before so far because I'm just less prepared. Yeah. Um, I, for for lots of different reasons, I just never quite got to the level of fitness I have. Yeah. For the previous, what have we done? Eight camps or yeah. something, you know? Yeah. And so, and so this is just harder. Everything's harder. I'm not swimming as good. I'm not running as good. I'm not riding as good. Yeah. So, you know, so it's just it's just more difficult. <laughs> so the, the first three days, I've, I've missed the first three days. What's been happening? Well, we um. It's a it's it's a normal camp format, you know, and um, uh, we have had some casualties uh, very early, which surprised me. You know, some people um, um, are sh- are struggling with the whole with with how difficult it is. Yeah, you know, and the pace is fast. I think that's one of the things that people don't realize when they when they see a training camp, um, they don't realize that at this camp the standard of athlete is very high because we screen. Mm. You know, if if you were a 13-hour Ironman guy, You're not here. you can't come. Yeah. And so so the standard is high and we we put the point system out there to give people incentive to attack it. Yep. You know, go for some points, mm. make it uh, competitive. Mm. And and it and it works and and so people are out there and they're competing and and we race every day. Yeah. At at least one time a day and often for hours yeah. a day. Yeah. You know. You you know what it's like. Yeah. And so and so I think that's some people get get a bit surprised by that. It's like why are we going so hard? Yeah, you know? it's just because you you put a bunch of competitive people in a situation where they're competing for points, and and that's what happens. What's it, what's it like having Chris here? Because you know Chris was obviously one of the he was on the first couple, wasn't he? He was on the very first one. Uh, so funny. The first one was just you know, let's do a crazy training. Kit, yeah, it was, and uh, and it was um you know it was a bit of a recce. Really, we didn't really know how it would go exactly. Yeah. I mean, we had done long training, but you know, put a group together, and what happens? You know, um, and people you don't know. Yeah, and um. So, and Chris has improved tremendously in in six years. You yeah. know, he's not the guy he was back then. Um, and so, so that's been cool. Uh, same with some of the other campers who haven't been on a, a camp for a long time, like Marilyn uh, came in two thousand four. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, so that's been that's been cool. And um, Chris has taken over the Gordo's role at the front of the pack, yeah. t- towing us around. Although he's a little bit more friendly. A little bit more caring at the front uh, than Gordo is. Uh, you know, he sees he's, he 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 obviously can ride a lot faster if he wanted to, yeah. and that was proved by the time trial. Yeah, which uh, I have to tell you, he took your record down by quite a large margin and hit a flat tire and a flat tire. Yeah, yeah. He, he did one fifty four. It was a lot windier, my dad. <laughs> it was. It, the weather was a lot better for this one. But um, so anyway, yes, he he could just ride off the front. He popped me at the top of the hill today as well. Oh. And you were fresh. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> so you got you got some other chances. So yeah, it's good to have it's good to have Chris back. I've I've spent you know probably a thousand hours of riding behind his wheel yeah. o- over the years, and uh, 
you know, and he's stronger than ever. He's a good guy too, isn't he? But yeah. what do you think about this group of um, athletes? Uh, it's good. It's a good mix. Um, we have one really good swimmer in Heath. Um, probably, you know, like Monica Byrne type speed. Okay, really you know, well. Yeah, yeah. So no one's going to touch him in any of the swimming. Um, but uh, it, I think that's good for campers to see in person. That what, level. Yeah, that yeah. level. What, what does a good swimmer look like? Yeah. How fast do they actually go? Yeah. You know, and, and I was swimming behind Heath um, the very first day. He was just warming up with a band. Oh, really? On his feet. Wow. And I couldn't stay on his feet. Wow. That's without a band. Yeah, and Melania, you're an awesome swimmer. I mean... The guy, his position doesn't change at all. Really, you know, and um, and we've talked about that. He's, you know, he's he'll tell you that you know how to, how to get good body position in the water. That's well, that's the it's it's it's, it's the great mystery of swimming. Yeah, but he's he's got it. So what was he saying? Well, he's saying that you know that's that's what you need to work on if you if if you have really poor body position if you're yeah. fighting the water and your feet are way down and you're just you're dragging. Yep. You know that you can you can be the fittest guy in the world, but you can, you're going to be a uh, a, sl- a slow swimmer, yep. a really fit slow mm. swimmer. Mm. And um, you know, so he says, you know, body position is is important. And is, I, it, is it impressive to watch? Like, oh, you know, like because you you know what you're looking for and stuff. The guy's yeah. cruising a minute twenty five per hundred with a band on. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Oh. <laughs> and other other people. Um, and so we have um. Marilyn, who's just bike racing now. Yeah. And so that's a little different. You know, she's um, she's here to support Chris, but also just uh, to get ready for some bike racing now. Um, you know, she's done Ironmans in the past, of course. Yeah. Tara's in pretty strong. And, and Tara's, Tara's in good shape. You know, she had a, a horrific accident in Kona, got uh, smashed into a, a aid station volunteer, mm. had a whole bunch of fractures in her spine. Yeah, uh, broke broke her spine to bits and and broke her wrist. And oh, it's amazing she's back so quick. Well, she she had all of October, and November off, and so that's been a real struggle for her. Yeah. You know, um, especially if she was, she was fourth place when it happened. Yeah, yeah, um. yeah, yeah. And so anyway, she's um, she loves the camp environment, you know, and is 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 bubbly personality. So nice to have her back. Yeah, she's pretty great. Yeah. And what about the other people? Like, it's good to have Lou back. Yeah, Lou stills not that comfortable in a pack at all, and so he's just you know doing the whole most of the riding all on his own, which is in New Zealand is so hard because it's so windy here. Oh yeah, I was know, like, like today we were in the pack, and I turned around and he was, he was for a while there. He stayed with us, and I'm thinking, oh, and he looked like he was killing himself. Oh I was like, man, just sit on the back, sit in the middle or something. It was so windy today, yeah. really. It, it was, was a crazy. Just, oh, you, day, you you missed the first part, really, the, the bad part going. Oh, prior to Blenheim, my God. Uh, it was howling. You just straight into it, weren't you? and yeah, and so um, no, we had two, we had sixty k that was that was relatively calm from from seven a.m. But then after that, from nine a.m. it was just ripping. So tomorrow we've got the Tom Charlotte Tucker. Yeah, it's a race. We're gonna we're gonna. Oh, meet, so we're just gonna do it as a race. Yeah, yeah we're gonna do it as a race. We're all gonna start. So it's to, not Tom Charlotte. We're all gonna start together, oh. and uh, we'll do it as a race for points. And then also it will be King of the Mountains points as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that'll be interesting. We have, we've, well, we did that before just for King of the Mountain points. Yeah. Um, but this has race, uh, race points assigned as well. Uh, so what's your strategy? My, uh, <laughs> I'm not the climber. I have been at previous camps. So, uh, but it's funny going into camp because to be honest, I really haven't. I've done one bike ride in six months. I haven't rode right. since. I haven't been riding. Right. And I haven't had a chance to train for this camp at all. I've come into. I haven't swam. I haven't biked or anything. Right. And today I probably did about 130, and I'm just I'm just not what I was, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's it's quite humbling, and I've just got to treat it completely. Whereas last year I was just like hammer myself, be aggressive as much as I can, save myself for the climbs and smack them. Whereas this time it's like 
It is. It's a different way to treat the camp, isn't it? Definitely. I have to parcel out my energy and 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 know that if I attack, yeah, a big climb, you know, it's gonna kill me. Yeah. Well, that's what, basically what I did with Chris. Yeah. Tried to try to pop him, and he got me the bastard. But um, after that, I was gone, burger. Yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. only ridden like eighty k's. So so I'll, I'll suss it out tomorrow, but um. I know the climb really well, so that's an advantage. Yeah, but um, an advantage. and and but it's a, it's a long, long climb, so that suits me a little bit better. Yeah, lots of switchbacks too. Yeah, yeah. So so hopefully maybe top five. Nice. Oh, we'll really? see. Nice. We'll, we'll be bringing that back up. What about rest of the week? What, what highlights are you looking for? Well, I've never been um to the Hefe track. Okay, we're well, uh, running that, are we? Yeah, we are running on the Hefe, oh, which great. is one of the uh, New Zealand's great walks. Yep. And um. But my one of my favorite parts of New Zealand is that whole Golden Bay area up there. Yeah. It's just it's magic. Paradise, eh? It's yeah. magic up there. Yeah. And so sport in New Zealand. Eh? We get to spend a couple of days up there in, yep. in Golden Bay. Hopefully, we get some um, calm water yep. so that we can swim in the, in the bay there. It's a lovely bay to swim in when it's calm. It's just just warm and it's, as anything, and just really really nice. And um, and then we've got a well, let's see what else we got coming up. We got um. A little aquathon that that John's cooked up in uh, Kaiteri, yeah, one of his favorite spots where he always goes up for a holiday. Uh, we've got um, hopefully a, a a nice dinner at one of the wineries on uh, Friday night. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, and then um, we've got a ride to Saint Arnold and back on the Saturday, the uh, second to last day of the camp, and that's a brutal ride. Oh, is it? And it looks like we might swim in, in Lake Rotoweedy. Oh wow! Uh, which is kind of cool, but it's a beautiful lake. And then um, on the last day, we have our swim events in the morning, and then we have uh, a triathlon. Um, what distance? Well, it'll probably be about 1,500 to 2K swim, uh, 65K ride, and a 10K run. Okay. Free and so that's, that's, yeah, so that's, that's the last event of the camp. Nice. Yeah. What about yourself? What, 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 body's good? What are you going to play? No, no, my body's not good. It's not. It's uh, last year I had real ambitious plans to do yeah. well in Kona, and uh, I had a, a calf injury and a knee injury that was slowing me down. But I still was going pretty good in um, Italy last year. Yep. Uh, was 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 in pretty good form, and um, I should have taken a good break uh, when I got home. Which of course I didn't because I was fit and I didn't want to yeah, lose it. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> and so, you know, I made all the same stupid mistakes that I tell everybody else not to make. <laughs> and I had a, a training camp um, in the Gold Coast in September. Yep. And was flying. It was a Pete's camp, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Was so, it good? Yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. And that's where I met Sarah, uh, one of our support uh, staff yeah. on this camp. And uh, so I was flying in September. And, of course, you know, I came home and I should have had a break right after that because it was so hard. And I went so hard. And, of course, I didn't because I didn't want to lose it and just... I was just by the time I got to Kona, I was dead, dead, uh. dead meat, and and it really took me all of uh, October and November to even begin to climb out of that hole, uh. and I just couldn't train. I was too tired, so so I started training a little bit in December, but never really got around to epic type training. Yeah, and so here I am, and so uh, the other thing was I don't have um, any Ironmans planned for this, this year. year? Maybe some half Ironmans, but I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, my wife would like me to not put anything on the calendar other than the Epic Camps. Yep. And so I have. I'm. I. It looks like I'll have um, one camp with KP. Okay. In September, an over 50s camp, which has uh, never been done before. And yeah, that's true, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's, a market, so isn't it? it's not. It's not an Epic Camp for over no, 50s. No, no, but, but it's it's a training camp. Uh, 
and an educational nice holiday for for older guys. The clipping game. Yeah, for for <laughs> for older campers. So uh, so looking forward to that. Oh, cool. That's that's a new idea for me. Right, mate. Well, we'll uh, maybe catch up later in the week. You know, we'll see you up Tucker Hill tomorrow. Oh. I'll probably be suffering with you because I wouldn't have had the advantages I had today. So bring it on. Okay. Talk to you later. All right, mate. Thanks, man. Radio. Uh, so what's what's going to happen over the next week? Is that we're going to do what we normally do on Epic Camp? We're going to try to get a show out every day, depending on internet. We have internet? got good internet everywhere. Yep. yep, great. So we've got internet everywhere. So no excuses. Hey, mate, I've, I've always done it, haven't I? I have. I do yep. my job, but unlike someone I know who goes to France <laughs> and doesn't do half of them. Um, so we're going to, and we'll try to get everyone on the camp to get an interview on, just have a yarn and tell them about your experience and all that kind of stuff. And it, it's really cool to do the Epic Camp interviews because it's real people doing it. You mm. know, it's not talking to this the pros. It's actually talking to people. You know, kind of similar to you guys listening. So that's cool. We'll get a good interview of Chris, and we may actually get an interview of Chris and leave it till the week afterwards. It's a good idea. Yeah. So then we don't have to do so much. I like your style. <laughs> I've never seen you so happy. <laughs> another week off. Another week off. Actually, fascinating because when we're riding up the hill together, as you do when you hug, yeah. Or, yeah. <laughs> um, when we're doing second hill, we're here's Tamley. Just about some how unprofessional it is and stuff like that, and it's, it's just some really good insights. And I'm pretty sure you'll tell us well, how what's unprofessional. Just triathlon, do the oh, organisation yeah, yeah. and stuff, and what's happening. Yeah. Like for example, now that in NA have taken over the American races, or WGC have taken over. Yeah, 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 off NA, they um they only give seven free entries. Yeah. For a race. Yeah. Seven free for yeah. a race. So if you're a pro, you're not you're not going to turn up, and it's just. Seven free entries. Yeah, we had there was it was quite an interesting debate the other day. Um, everybody was sitting in there, slagging off um, WGC, and one of the other guys who's got sort of involved in like hedge funds and stuff. So he yep. he knew about it. He, he was sort of saying, "Oh, this this and this," sort of being devil's advocate. But I said to, on the bike this morning, you know, I just think they could be making. I mean, obviously they've got to make money. They're a business. Oh, fine. They're making money, obviously. And, but I think they could make so much more if they really made a big thing about the pros and really tried to yep. build a. A cool culture and get a big following, and it's just stupid, you know. Yeah, you, you know, pros are struggling, and well, I think just, yeah, like I know we were talking about races. this, but I think the thing is as well is that it's 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 also you know what's decent for people, mm. you know. Like I'm, I'm pretty sure they're making pretty good money. I'm mm. sure they can afford to put out a bit more money for the pros, so that mm. pros, you know, don't just have to struggle their way through life. Mm. Um, any funny things happened? Well, with Steve Lord's haircut, you've got to get a photo of them put on the website, don't you? Haircut or Sunshine? Oh, Sunshine. Yeah, that was, uh, that's pretty bad. Um, what else? Uh, Douglas or, or Tara is cackling. Yeah. Tara yeah. Norton cackles. She, she gets a bit um, wound up by, by Douglas and yeah. she's been cackling away. Anything funny that's happened so far? No. Other than Melina sitting on my wheel again for the. King of the Mountains. Did he get you? He did get me. Again. Uh, but not, not today. Oh, not but today. Whenever we're contesting and he's there. He knows when to go. He'll be putting in a big effort tomorrow for the Tarka. He, he did tell me he's got some strategies. Yeah. So, uh, do you want to listen to the interview now? We'll, so we'll <laughs> see. I'll just have to see how the legs are going. But last time we went up the Tarka Hill climb, I was fresh. I was on support crew duties and uh, I let him out and he, he won it then. Oh, really? but, I, but I was on support crew duties and I was maxing it. Oh, really? And uh, and he kept up with me the whole way up. Wow. And I think I was probably fitter then, so mightn't be too much. Of a well, fight we'll have an update on that tomorrow. Yeah. Do you think I can take Chris and Tucker? No way. No. <laughs> <laughs> Realistic. But the, the race for second could be interesting. 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'll be that good because today I had fresh legs mm. and you guys had already done like 100Ks and mm. uh, I hardly pipped them, like I hardly yeah. smashed them. And same, I was pretty happy. I have to admit, I was pretty stoked that I stayed with Chris going up the hill yeah. because I'm not fit and, you know, I'm sure he wasn't killing himself, but I was pretty happy with that. So, all right, good team. That's pretty much today's show. Uh, don't worry about questions. Don't give us any email questions because <laughs> we're too busy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Russ. I'm Mendo. Train hard. Train smart. Kia kaha. kaha.